This is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Welcome to the Homeschooling with Technology show. Your host, Meryl Vandermerva, loves using technology to streamline her life and to make lessons more engaging. She is a graduated homeschool mom and teaches homeschoolers at her local co-op classes and online at fundafundaacademy.com. Whether you are tech-challenged or someone who loves technology, this show is for you. And here's your host, Meryl Vandermerva. Hello, and welcome to the Homeschooling with Technology podcast. I'm your host, Meryl Vandermova, and today in episode 118, we are going to be talking about some free digital resources for Black History Month. I am going to share with you today resources that I have actually used. There are obviously hundreds and hundreds of resources out there. So it made the most sense for me just to pick things that um, I actually use in my own classes and so that you can go away and use some of these with your children because they're going to be quite specific i realize if you're not covering this in history right now um, or you don't particularly have any reason to use it you may just want to bookmark this particular episode or make notes so that um, when you have some time you can perhaps come back and try out some of these ideas the first uh three things I'm going to give you are actually places where you can find many different resources. And there are places where you can find primary sources. Just to go over again what a primary source is, it's one that happens at the time. So it could be photographs, it could be a diary, it could be um, any kind of record, uh, a newspaper article that happens when the action, the person lived or etc. As opposed to secondary sources which are sources where people are writing about what's happened. So those are where your experts are writing a book or an article talking about matters and discussing them. So obviously the best way to learn is to try and put yourself back in the situation and learn from a primary source. And three that I've used are, first of all, the Library of Congress Digital Collections. So um, if you literally Google that, you'll find it. But I will have links to all these in the show notes. So you can go back and just click on things to um, find what you need. They have different collections on different themes and topics, and you can work through those. And there will be documents, there will be photos, um, even some video, depending on the time period. Then Chronicling America, which actually is also on the Library of Congress website, um, but you, you want to go directly to that, and it's chronicling, chroniclingamerica.loc.gov. That has newspapers back through many, many, many years ago, and you can actually look through them for different topics. So when my children were doing National History Day, which there is a very early episode on that contest. Um, It is a great way to learn history, whether it's black history or other history. It's a great competition to get your kids really diving deep into history. But um, we used to always go and look at whatever they were studying and researching and we'd go back and look on Chronicling America to actually find what what were the newspapers saying at the time. And the third place is docsteach, D-O-C-S, teach.org. And there you can find not only primary sources, but actually whole lesson plans. So I use um, at least one of those that I can think of in my um, online U.S. history class through Funder Funder Academy, our show sponsor. And uh, you can go there and find lesson plans. And I think you can find it by age range, etc. Now I'm going to move on to very specific topic, uh, different source resources. And again, you can see what you think you might enjoy. So the first thing is movies. 
there are lots of movies on uh, black history that I haven't watched. So I'm just going to mention some that, um, well, one that I have watched with my kids and one I'm, something I'm busy watching and something I've read the book of. So the first is Hidden Figures, which you may or may not already have watched. I have read the book, so I didn't watch the movie, but that is definitely something you can sit and watch with all your children to see the um, the place that African Americans did play in the space race. Then Tuskegee Airmen is based on the exploits of the first African American combat pilots um, who in the um, the U.S. Army. Uh, they fought during World War II, and there is a movie on that that I remember watching with my children. And currently, I've just started watching Self Made on Netflix, which is um, a series. And it's about Madam C.J. Walker, who's the first known self-made African-American millionaire. Now, it's not, uh, it's a fictionalized version, and I've already been looking up after the first uh, episode to see what was truth or what was fiction. You definitely need to do that. It's also not for younger children, because there are definitely a couple of things that are mentioned, have been mentioned so far, that you wouldn't want younger ones to watch, but you could watch it with your, your high schoolers. Then for documentaries, and again, this is, again, there's many documentaries. I'm just going to tell you about one that I have watched that you can find on YouTube. And it's, um, it was actually made by HBO, I think. So you can also find it in other places, but you can get it free on YouTube. And it's called Unchained, Unchained Memories, Readings from the Slave Narratives. So the story behind this is that back in the 1930s, people realized that the last of um, people who'd actually grown up in slavery were, and then obviously got freed, but they were um, very old and dying. And so they actually interviewed the people and took down um, notes from the interviews. So what they've done here is they've taken together these other stories of people who had been slaves. And so before they died, as in the 1930s, they, they did go around and find as many as they could, and they took down accounts um, from them of what their lives as slaves had been like. And these stories then are, are read by actors and actresses, people like Oprah Winfrey, she's one of those, um, Samuel Jackson is another one who actually reads. And so it's just really, it's audio, just sitting and listening to the stories. But it wasn't a pretty time period. So again, not something you want to sit with your younger children. It is hard listening but it does give you a realistic portrayal of what life as a slave was like. Now, if you have younger children and you want to help them to understand a little bit about slavery, there is a game you can let them play. Now, this game I do know has had some um, uh, criticism because it said it makes, uh, it sort of glosses over all the harshness of slavery. But you know, when you're looking at younger children, you can't tell your younger kids everything. And it's called Flight to Freedom. It's part of the missionus.org um, series of games that I really love. And they take sort of one and a half to two hours to play. I use a lot of them in my U.S. history class because it's nice fun for high schoolers also just to sit back and play games. It is pretty historically accurate. You will find that they actually talk about um, the real events that happened. And in this particular one, the 
you play the role of Lucy, who's a 14-year-old girl who's a slave in Kentucky, and then she escapes to Ohio. And so as the game progresses, you have to make choices. She eventually joins a community of abolitionists, and you learn that even life in the free north is still very difficult, and uh, the Fugitive Slave Act comes up in it, etc. So yes, I know it doesn't go into all the detail that possibly could happen, but it's sufficient, and your child will play as Lucy. So they get a little bit of the sense of how awful it must have been. And sure, there's lots that's left out, but I do think it's a good beginning to understand without it being um, terribly traumatic. Um, then moving to another sort of game, Digital Breakouts, one of my favorite. In my US history class, the students play a Harlem Renaissance Digital Breakout. It's You find it at harlem1.webnode.com or I'm sure if you just type in Harlem Renaissance Digital Breakout, you will find it too. Um, you, if you like digital breakouts, I'm sure there are many more on black history topics that you could find on places like Teachers Play Teachers. This particular one is free and I just found it online and it's, it is a good introduction to what the Harlem Renaissance was. Another thing you can do is take your children on some virtual field trips to some black history museums. Um, one of... Uh, our previous show hosts, Jada Justice, uh, aka The History Mom, has a post right now on Black History sites, and many of these also have virtual trips. She came and spoke on virtual field trips. So I'm going to put a link in the show notes both to her original uh, one that she talked about, and you can go through those and look and see what applies to Black History Month, and also to her recent post, which isn't so much about virtual, it's just about, but many of these places do have virtual field trips because of COVID, and they've had to actually give that as an option. Right at the top of her post, she mentioned something which I think is particularly cool, and that is that the National Park Service, at nps.gov, is currently running a 28 Days of Black History. And if you go to their website, every day they have something different to look at and do. Um, I know when you listen to this podcast, it's going to really be well into February. So if you start, you could perhaps double up to do the ones um, that you already missed, or perhaps you just keep working into March. But I think this would be a really useful exercise to do with your children. Um, lots of really great resources that they link out to. Something else that I do in my US history class is I take students on a virtual field trip to the Civil Rights Memorial. You can Google this and then go into Street View and you actually get a really good view of it. And you will see there are a lot of names of people on it, which you probably don't know most of them. Uh, I found a really good um, short bio on the different people on splcenter.org. You could just Google um, Civil Rights Memorial bios maybe and find that and it actually lists who these people are and how what they did what happened to them and it's a good stepping off point to learn about some people you probably don't know about um, then three more primary sources just to close on out the episode the first is a martin luther king jr comic book now, what is so cool about this comic book is, is that it is a primary source because it was written at the time, uh, so Martin Luther King Jr. was still alive when this was actually published. My um, high school class loves it. Many of them at the end, when I ask them what they enjoyed the most, will actually list this. They seem to really enjoy reading it. So um, 
you're probably going to have to just look for the link because I don't even know how to. It's a very long URL. Um, and so you can actually go to the link. Uh, but if you do try and you might just be able to Google and find it too. Then Charlie Moore's photos, which you can find at the um, uh, at learninglab.si.edu, which is the Smithsonian Institute's learning lab. He photographed the civil rights movement in the 60s. And he has his pictures really show what was happening. And so that is, you know, particularly if your kids are very visual, if they like photographs or, you know, seeing something helps them to learn. These photographs do open up what that time period was like to us. And then the final one is The Green Book. Now, this is a movie which I have not yet watched, which is just a fictionalized story. But if you have watched it, you will know that The Green Book was a little travel book that African-Americans needed to help them when they traveled. It is something that we can barely conceive of, but when they would want to go from one state to another to perhaps visit family or whatever reason they were traveling, it was not easy for them just to find a place to stay. Many places would not let African-Americans stay there. It would be a whites only. They needed to know where, which places they could find a hotel to stay in, where they could go and safely eat, and things like that. And so this Green Book came about where it actually listed places that would welcome them and be friendly to them so they could have a safe trip around the U.S. So in my U.S. history class, the assignment I give the students is to take whichever state they're in and have a look and see if they were traveling to that state during this time period, what would their options be? They have to find you know, the nearest options to their city that they live in. Um, it is, again, a website that's going to be very hard for you to find. Um, I have no idea how I found all these resources, but I, I did a lot of Googling to try and find some cool things for the students. And I will put a link to this also in the show notes. And just finally, I want to mention um, a Pinterest board that I suggest that you also check out. Ayana Murray was our guest a couple of weeks ago on speaking on online resources for creative writing. And she has a, a board called African American Black History. She's Ayana Love, L-U-V-A-Y-A-N-N-A-L-U-V. And it's her African American Black History board. And she has pinned a lot of different resources. Many of them are YouTube videos um, and others are primary sources, lots of photographs and things and that would be another really great board to just sit down and explore. So I hope this has given you some ideas and that you go and try some of these out with your children so that you can educate yourselves and them at the same time. I would love you to come and join us in our Facebook group, the uh, Homeschooling with Technology podcast community. And if you have a minute and could leave us a rating and review, I'd appreciate that too. That's all for this week. Thank you for listening in again. And I look forward to seeing you same time, same place next week. Thanks for tuning in to Homeschooling with Technology with Meryl Vandermerva. Visit her at fundafundaacademy.com and homeschoolingwithtechnology.com. Homeschooling with Technology is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network.